We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, ladies and gents, boys and girls, happy Monday, December the 12th, 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. We are rocking, we are rolling, starting a new week here on this Monday, December the 12th. Again, I see Brennan M., I dig music, Wesley Bowles, Jay Smith, Travi, Stephen Borwell Jr., John Edward, Hunter Kelly. What's going on? Appreciate you all tuning in. Also, those in the Big Cock Club Discord. Head over to the TDC Questions channel. The TDC Questions channel. Be sure your questions are answered there. Again, we are rocking. We're rolling. No, no special guests today. Uh, it's nothing but your questions, your comments, your calls. Yeah, we'll start the show off, man. Prayers to Mike Leach, the Leach family, uh, the Pirate. It's just uh, life comes at you fast, and life is short. Cherish every moment. Cherish every day. Uh, prayers up, obviously, for Mike Leach and the Leach family but again want to take your questions comments calls guys podcast drop this morning of course episode 740 episode 740 uh full breakdown on what happened over the weekend from basketball to to uh marshawn lloyd's tweet to the offensive coordinator search and everything in between we've also had news drop today it never stops guys i mean it truly never stops it's crazy sometimes i wonder like, do other fan bases, do other teams, do they have as much drama as we do on a day-in, day-out basis, or is it us? Is it, is it just an us thing? Um, either way. Anyways, guys, want to hear from you, your thoughts on everything. I know there's a lot to dive into, a lot to get into, and I'm sure you guys have got a ton that you want to talk about and discuss. The phone lines are open. Uh, guys, really juicy podcast this morning, and I and I, I never thought, I wasn't sure that ever come a day where I would use the word juicy in a podcast or yeah a, a podcast episode title but here we are because the conversation that I had yesterday right the conversation I had yesterday regarding the OC search juicy is a great way to describe it let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines let's see I'm having press two Hold on. I'm having some issues. Sorry, Hunter. I'm having some issues with... So, I got a new phone on Friday. So, for some reason, it was not connecting the way it was supposed to. That is very... Try to call back, Hunter. I apologize. I don't know what... It was only giving me the option of the phone or... Or speaker. It wasn't giving me the option of connecting like a... Headphones. Hunter, if you want to call back in, <clears throat> you're more than welcome. I don't know what just happened. 
Let's see, sounds. Anyways, I don't know. Like I said, I got a new phone on Friday, upgraded the phone, so we're I haven't tested it out till today. So I know Hunter's probably wondering what the hell just happened. Um, anyways, guys, Zaxi, let's talk about the Hobbit. Let's try this again. Yeah, it's not giving me the option, Hunter. I don't know what's going on. It's not for some reason, it's not giving me the option to That is so weird. Hunter. Uh, hmm. That is weird. That is really strange. That is really strange. I wonder if it's a Google Voice thing. Oh, you guys give me just a second here. Um, That is so weird. Travis Allen, Chris, OC discussion. That is definitely per sources, the one that we had on the, uh, the one that we had on the, I'll put, I hate to put it on do not disturb. I mean, we're, everything else is fine. I don't know why it's, I can play a voicemail through the headphones. That's what's strange. Anyways, um, it's it's most certainly Will, not an Android, so pipe down, slapdick. Uh, let's see. Pipe all the way down, slapdick. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I can hear it through the headphones when I play a voicemail. I don't know why an incoming call. Oh, this will be great if this happens, if this for some reason. Anyways, um, John Wilson, do you have the, the latest on Uno Lloyd? I mean, guy tweeted what he tweeted and then took uh, <clears throat> took USC out his bio. So you know, I, I'm just guessing, but I think that's uh, I think that's pretty clear, man. I think that's pretty clear. So I don't know. This I, I'm just confused with this. I'll be honest with you. I don't know what the old phone had on it to make it where I don't think there was anything different. My God. This is so strange. I don't know. Let me, I'm going to try to do something. Um, let's see. All right. I'm going to have somebody, Hunter, whether somebody else, call back in. And I will try to, when they call in, plug this in. I, I don't know. I don't know. Weird. It's it's not hackers. It's just I got a new phone, so the calls are coming in fine. Everything else is fine. It's just, uh, yeah. When he calls, it's not giving me the option to play the audio through the connector. So, anyways, somebody call in. Uh, let's see. Okay, let me try this one more time. Yeah, see, it's just. Let's try this again. Hunter's dying out there. Yeah, it's just not giving me the option. I don't know why. I don't really know why. So we might just have a call, which would suck. A callless. You know what? I think I just messed up there.
All right, we're going to try call back in one more time, Hunter, or somebody else. I think I just messed I think I just had it, and I just messed up. Anyways, I don't know. I think I just had it and messed up. So we're, we're going to figure this out together. We're going <laughs> to we're figuring out the calls together. Um, no, the thing with Lloyd, though, man. Yeah, I think Lloyd's gone. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, when it first happened, I was like, ah, you don't want to look too much into a tweet. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to. All right, try this again. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. Hunter, what's going on, man? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Sorry about that. Yeah, we got the new phone and technology. Just yeah. Yeah, you're fine, man. What's up? Uh, yeah. So, uh, what, what's going on with the whole OC thing? Because apparently, the first time when the rumors were saying that Loggins was going to be the, uh, the OC, then all of a sudden he said that he was staying at Arkansas, and now all of a sudden he wants to come back. Yeah, so uh, listened to the – or excuse me, not listened. If you listened to the podcast this morning, um, talked about it on the podcast this morning, Loggins has always been the guy. And the reason – the reason that Loggins um, – there was a – it was put on hold is because of the intense backlash from South Carolina boosters oh. and higher-ups. Okay, so it was put on hold. Beamer was pissed, not happy about that. So I think since the dust has settled, wow. uh, since the dust has settled, I think Loggins is still going to be the guy. I think Loggins always was the guy, and uh, they got a board of trustees meeting tomorrow to approve contracts, and I would expect Dowell Loggins' contract to probably be one of them, if I just had to guess. But I think Loggins, at this I point, I'd be pretty he, surprised he if he's going to be the guy. Or, yeah. Pretty surprised he's not. If he knows that he's apparently the worst play caller in the NFL or you know in college in, in football history, then why you know he could go for any type of OC, mm-hmm. but you rather pick him. I just don't get it. Well, do you trust your head football coach or do you not? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, you got to put a good example. So I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you do got to trust one. Like you the have fans to. are hiring them anywhere. So right, right. And, and, I, and I, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, uh, I think it's going to be Dowell Loggins. I think it's going to be Dowell Loggins. And I will just say that, uh, I, I will just say that, um, uh, I, I will give my two cents on the hire when it happens and we'll just move on and support Beamer. But, uh, yeah. I don't think it's the best hire either, but I'm like, not a football it yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it hasn't been actually confirmed yet, so hopefully, you know, he's actually still looking for another OC and you know not actually trying to hire him. But I don't know. Like yeah. I guess it just depends on him. Yeah, that's just what I've heard, like, man. So I, I think it's probably going to be Dowell Loggins again at this point. I'd be pretty, <clears throat> I'd be pretty surprised if it's not. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, I appreciate it, man. Hunter, appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for the call. Yeah. Great stuff from Hunter. Great stuff there from Hunter. Um, yeah, guys, make sure when you call in that you are speaking up. Make sure that you speak up when you call in so everybody can hear you. Uh, yeah, again, in case you missed the podcast today, and if you have not listened, be sure to check it out. But I talked a lot about this. Had a great conversation yesterday with my sources, people behind the scenes. Let's jump back to the phone. Call from Alex. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? 
What's going on, Chris? Happy Monday. Happy Monday indeed, man. What's up? Oh, not like just kind of a comment on the last call about the whole login thing. Mm -hmm. Um, My thing with that is I listened to your podcast this morning and talking about how he wanted to bring in a pro offense, which is what it is, but a more of a simplified um, offense comparable to what we had the past the last two games. I don't honestly I don't see a problem with it. It'll be similar to what the guys are already used to. And I don't think I honestly I don't think we could get any worse from Satterfield with the play caller. I surely would hope not, my friend. I surely would hope not. Yeah, I mean I I would imagine they're gonna want to do a lot of what they've done the last two games because it's worked, right? I mean I I would assume they just yeah. want to pick up where they left off. So um yeah, I mean, from what I've heard, it, they, they want to run a simple college offense and let their playmakers make plays. And, again, that, that worked pretty well the last two games, and I'd imagine they'll do that in the bowl game as well. So, Yeah, I mean, I think I think everyone's all worried to tell he did in the NFL and being named the worst trade caller or whatever. But the NFL and college are completely two different animals. Just ask Nick Saban and Steve Spurrier. So yeah, I looked at it, but but we shall see. Only time will tell. Yeah, no, for sure, man. I, I mean, again, I, I think tomorrow you're going to hear Dowell Loggins has gotten the job. I, I'd I'd be pretty surprised at this point if he didn't. Oh yeah, but time will tell, brother. And go get in touch. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, Alex, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. Anytime. Yes, sir. Take Bye. care, my dude. Great stuff. First 15 minutes of the show have just flown by. By the way. Um, anyways, guys, anyways, want to continue to hear from you. Yeah, again, in case you missed the podcast this morning. Um, let's jump back to the phones. Call from Lewis. Lewis, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, good, Chris. Hey, man, just wanted to add some perspective. I think for everybody listening, had a chance to listen to your podcast this morning. Man, I think really good job. I think uh, I haven't spent a whole lot of time on Twitter leading up to this weekend, and, man, that is an emotional roller coaster. You try to follow all that. Uh, but my point in telling you all this is I started thinking about if I'm Shane Beamer and I know that I'm tasked to lead the program and I've got to make a hire, and we're not inside his head, so we don't know exactly what he's thinking about Dow Loggins or why he wants him. I mean, I think there's some things out there with him being a good recruiter and maybe they got a relationship that goes back, but – I'm thinking there's no way this dude puts his career on the line for a guy like this if he doesn't believe in it. And on the flip side, if I'm Dow Loggins and I've followed anything on social media and I still want to come to South Carolina, this dude must have some pretty tough skin. So I kind of dig that. So I just wanted to share that and see what your thoughts are with that opinion. No, for sure. I, I mean, hey, listen, I, I think he ought to definitely come in with a chip on his shoulder too. And I, I wonder what the connect is with, with Beamer and Loggins if they – where they know each other from but yeah no to your to your point man I mean Shane Beamer's not going to just self-sabotage his career for some you know if, if he thought he stunk he he wouldn't he wouldn't hire him you know what I mean so um yeah I mean yeah. I, I I think listen I think this I think you got to let Beamer work I think you got to give Beamer I think you got to give Beamer the the uh the opportunity to succeed or fail you know what I mean I I can tell you this fans are going to be fans I said that on the podcast fans are going to be fans let fans be fans. We're going to have our opinions on the hires. We're going to have our opinions on play calling. We're, not, we're going to have our opinions on what happens every Saturday, and that's okay. That means we care. That's great, right? That's great. Um, 
But I certainly don't right. want to be a fan of the team that is controlled by the boosters. I, I don't want to be a fan of the team that's like a Florida or an Auburn where the inmates run the asylum. I don't want to be a fan of a team where there's a bunch of red tape. That's what they call it in the coaching world, red tape. I don't want to be a fan of a team like that. Like, yeah. let Shane Beamer do his thing. You're paying him millions of dollars to make these type of decisions. If you can't trust your head football coach to hire an OC, you need to get a new head football coach because that's his job. He should be doing that. He should be doing that. So That's right. Um, you know, let him hire Loggins if he wants, and, hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, Beamer knows the risk. He understands what's uh, what's what's at stake. He understands how important this hire is, and, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. But well, um, well, to, you know. well, to what you just said right there, though, here's the important part. Is I think based on what's transpired up to this hiring, unfortunately, man, Loggins has no opportunity to be mediocre. Like, it's literally boom or bust. I think anything less, or equivalent to what we've done is not going to bode well for him or Beamer. And if they're willing to take that chance, man, I think we get in the car and we ride hard and let's see what happens. Because if he does turn out where this guy ends up being a stud, man, I think that's where we just go back to that point where you just said, we got to let Beamer cook and put the trust in him. Let him cook, my guy. Let Loggins cook. And I hear you. I mean, yeah. I mean, like you said, you you hired him to do a job. Let him do it. Yeah, let him do it. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for the call. See yeah, great stuff. Uh, again, in case you missed it, guys, and I see somebody, I dig music. Why would JC have lost a ton of subscribers? I, I think JC has done. I don't think JC has done a. I think he's done a good job. I don't. I don't think he's done a poor job at all. I don't know why he would have lost any subscribers. Um. Uh, again, I, I will just say this, as I talked about on the on the podcast, guys, that dropped this morning. Um, from everything I've heard, per sources, my contacts, but these are dependable folks. That Loggins was the guy, you know, last week. That's why you heard all the Loggins chatter come about. And there was intense backlash or pushback from the – and I dig music. I don't know why you're you're coming at me with a slapdick kind of tone today, but I, I, don't, I don't rock with it. I don't dig it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's shitting your Wheaties this morning. Um, anyways, no, I, I, I just uh, – there was intense backlash and pushback from the boosters – the fans with influence, those with the with the cash, with the gold, if you will. And uh, that that caused for a conversation between Ray Tanner and Shane Beamer to put that on hold. And so from there, uh, that's why you saw that delayed, but that is who Beamer wants. So anyways, let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from Ralph. Ralph, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing well, Chris. How you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's up? So, you know, um, with this potential new hire, mm-hmm. um, I know we're supposed to trust Beamer no matter what, but, uh, you know, it's it's one of those – I'm getting strong, strong Will Muschamp vibes from this. You know, uh, and again, Beamer's done a great job. But we got a similar record up to this point. Mm-hmm. We're at the same position we were last time. We are at this point going into a big bowl game, too. You know, new offensive hire and – it just seems, you know, and again, all, I don't want to say anything negative about the potential hire because I don't want to be called a tater. I don't want to be told that, hey, Steve Spurrier was only in the NFL for one year and a half and he sucked. So he was great in college. So this guy's going to be great. He's the same thing with Saban where, you know, it is apples to terrible oranges when you consider this guy's been in the NFL for eight years and can score 20 points. But again, you know, nonetheless, we got to um, have faith in our man. It's just one of those things where, you know, it, it, it seems kind of odd that, we're not even supposed to kind of question this hire, 
to some people mm. when the proof is kind of in the pudding. Yeah. You know, anyways, from what we've seen so far. Mm. And to your point, man, I would tell you this question away. I, I'm going to question it. I'm going to question it while I also trusting question, Shane that's, Beamer. That's I, I I'm a, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, you know, yeah, I, 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 the reason, and I, and I talked about this again on the podcast this morning, but, but the, the, the reason I, I loved those who, and it's, you know, the way I operate, but the people that tune into TSUS and, and rock with me and, and our content and stuff, they're critical thinkers. They don't take things at face value. Yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't sunshine and rainbows because it's got a block C on it or because it's painted in garnet and black. Yeah. They see things for as they are and they give critical opinions on things. And so this is no different. You can trust Shane Beamer while simultaneously saying this is a sus hire. And it would be. I mean, and, and I'm not going to pretend to know more football than Beamer. I don't. Shane Beamer has shit out more football than I'll, ever, than I'll ever know. But, you know, and past experience is not, you know, 110%. It doesn't define you, right? Your past doesn't define your future. But past experience, success or failure, is a pretty good indicator of what you're going to do. And, I mean, it's not like he's just had one rough stop or two. The guy didn't average over 20 points per game once as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Yep. Like, he's been bad everywhere. I know he's a good recruiter, but I'm talking about as an offensive coordinator when his name was on it as the OC. So, bro, it's, it's a very sus hire. It should be questioned. It should be highly scrutinized. And when the hire does happen, if it does, when and if, I will give my two cents. I will say my piece. And after that, I will say, but at the end of the day, I trust Shane Beamer. All we got is all we need. Hey, this is either going to work out beautifully or it's going to come crashing down. And, you know, Shane Beamer knows what the consequences of it will be. So, I uh, I think absolutely people should question it. I, I mean, no doubt. No doubt they should. And I think they will. And, here, and even to your point, when you say, um, you know, there are people out there like, hey, well, he didn't really have the tools when he was in the NFL. He had Jay fucking Cutler. Jay Cutler was an all-pro quarterback. Any way you sliced it to be like, yeah, well, he didn't have this guy or that guy. It's like, I, Jay Cutler, when he when he had Jay Cutler, was better than 85 to 90% of the people in the league. Mm. The, 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 the statement of, well, he didn't really have the tools. Like, he had a guy, he had a franchise quarterback, which is usually your define, you know, what you need to be successfully in NFL. If you would have had bums the whole way through, mm. I got you. But to, to say, well, well, he, he had Jay Cutler for multiple years. It's not just one. That's what his longest stint was with Jay Cutler. And, you know, it's one of those I, – I, and I get uh, what they're trying to say. You know, Beaver wants to run this simplified pro set. That's great. To run that, you need elite talent. The only, the only, there's two teams right now in college football that are running pro sets, or even in the SEC. Which are they? They're going to be Bama, and you got Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. You can say Kentucky, too, but Kentucky kind of looks like the path we're going down, which is let's play scoops ball. Maybe mm -hmm. our defense can hold them to 20 and we get 24, we win the game. Mm. We've seen how that works out before, yep. right? That is we, – we, we've, we've been there for about eight years of, well, hey, you know, if we can get to 24 points and we hold them to 17, we win. Great. How many times does that actually plan out? Mm. Especially when you got Tennessee who's playing around. I know we stopped them. We held them to 31 points. Great. You know, what happens if this guy's another Stan Gallo or even uh, Liam Cohen, who people are comparing him to Kentucky went after Liam Cohen at Kentucky, we saw what he did against our defense, mm. right? When with Will Levis, they were not that great. You look at Kentucky, you look at all these pro teams, they do the same thing over and over again. And I'm going to keep on harping on Kentucky. That's the closest comparison I have in terms of talent. Mm. And it's going to be 
they will destroy your one double A teams in the second half. When they get in the SEC play, every single game is a boring, ugly dog fight that they will beat the teams that they have more talent than. But when they go up against Georgia, they can't score points. When they go up against, you know, they can't hang with LSU. They can't hang with Old Miss, right? So what 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 are we going to really bring to the table if? And maybe we get our maybe he's such a good recruiter, but it's one of those Brian McClendon. Brian McClendon was a top five recruiter in the country. I don't think people realize how good of a recruiter he was. Mm. He was one of the best recruiters in the nation, and he couldn't even get his own cousin to come here. Now, that's a very good point. I mean, you make some good points, man. I mean, I, I will just say this. I've, I've got a lot of thoughts on the Dowell Loggins thing, some of which I have voiced, uh, voiced a good bit of them on Friday. But we've been talking a lot about it in the Discord. I, I, I will give my – my full thoughts if uh, if and when he does get the job. But, no, nah, listen, I mean, I, I, all your points are valid, and I, I don't – I'm not going to – I'm not going to come down on anyone who's questioning the hire. And it's a bit frustrating, I, I'll just be honest, because it's it's not uh, – yeah. you know, the, I, I, and, I, and I'll say this. Here's what's scary, and I love Beamer and trust Beamer, but a, a lot of the – a lot of the justifications I'm hearing for Dowell Loggins, I heard them when Sat was hired, too. It, it's just – I understand people, and I'm not saying be negative. I'm not saying be negative, but we had to spin zone ourselves to believe that Sat was a good hire too, and we saw how that played out. So, um, yeah. and it just sucks, I guess. You know, you were really hoping, and I was hoping that this next OC wouldn't be a guy that required a sales pitch. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to hire a guy that I have that I had to spin zone myself into believing that he was good at his job you know and and very much yeah. so he he might turn out to be the the best thing that's ever happened to south Carolina football but based off resume and just based off what we can look at and we're just fans we're just fans but you know based off what we can look at you know the 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 yeah, and, and, previous work is not promising to say the least and it's with if that's really the way he wants to go about it this pro style said i don't know why we're not going after you know, uh, David Cutcliffe or the guy over at Duke currently, you know, guys that have had success calling plays using this play style as, <clears throat> as an OC before. Because it's one of those, when you heard the names on the hot board, Garrett Wright was like, those are all guys that do not run these types of offense and Shane Beaver has. So are you, and again, nothing against Shane, but like, are, are we playing lip service to get everybody on the recruiting board? What are we doing here when we throw out these names and the this stuff kind of doesn't line up? You know, mm-hmm. if we're going to go for a pro set, that's great, but then hire a guy that's doing it in in Power Five currently. Hmm. Not a guy that was in the NFL didn't really work out. He's now at Arkansas. He's a great recruiter, but again, we've seen the last. And I keep on going back to last staff because that was kind of the MO of everybody there. Was like, well, they're a great recruiter. They're a great recruiter. Great recruiting at South Carolina can only take you so far, right? We are not <clears throat> Georgia, and I, and I hate to break. We are not Georgia or Bama, where you know. You can make some misses, and you're still going to be okay, right, when you, when you bring in. Mm. And right now we're at a 50-50 blue-chip ratio, but we're still not at the point where, you know, we're at a 50-50 blue-chip ratio, and half of those blue-chips are five stars. We're still – some of the guys are still potentially projects. Some of them, you may have to put them in the right system. Some of them still might have to hit the weight room. Mm. So it's not one of those – this is a, not a guarantee that everything's going to work out. If we're going to go after a guy that's pro-style, maybe go after a proven guy. You know, maybe that'll give a little bit more confidence instead of a guy where, like you said, we're still pitching a sales pitch. And the biggest yeah. positive we can say so far is he's a great recruiter. Mm. 
Shane Beaver is a great recruiter. We don't, you know, like I don't, I don't know how he, and I know he's one of the, you know, you can say what you want to say, but Beamer being, I wouldn't say hands off, being more of a CEO, like lends him more time to recruit. That's one of, if yeah. not his main focus. But when it comes to great recruiting, I don't know how big of a plus that really is. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's 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 a huge factor, but you know, I, I uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I think all your concerns are justified, and we'll, uh, you know, we'll just kind of see what happens, man, as as we move forward. So that's all we can do, man. Yeah. Pray for the best, hope yeah. for the best. Yeah, you know, we'll be here no matter what. I think people get that locked up to you. Yeah, just because you're criticizing Carolina doesn't mean you're a hater. Doesn't mean you know, you're a teamer. <laughs> we've we've yeah, you know, I, I you know. I went to South Carolina, played a little college my ball for four. I went to South Carolina. It's one of those things where it's like, if you're a South Carolina fan, you're loyal no matter what. Or yep. if you wouldn't be a South Carolina yep. fan. So the question of anybody's loyalty at this point seems kind of, eh, that's just a report of, like, <laughs> I get it. You mm-hmm. want things to be positive. We all do. But mm-hmm. like you said, you know, you can't just go into things all willy-nilly. That's how you get. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, some situations we were before. It's how you make them the hires that you did before. And, yep. you know, some of them turned out great. Some of them, as we stated, didn't really work out so great. Yeah. No, for sure. I think you hit the nail on the head, my friend. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I appreciate the time, Chris, man. Love the show. Love what you do and keep it up. And, you know, uh, congrats to Zach on going pro. Hopefully that works out well for him. Hopefully yeah. we still get a bowl W. Yeah, man. Hey, appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much for the kind words. We'll talk soon. Yeah, great, uh, great stuff. Now, listen, I think that was a great call. I think it was a great call. And to his point, guys, I'll say this. To his point, I'll say this. Um, well, let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines. Applying pressure, though. That's what we do here. Let's jump to the phone lines. Call from King. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, it was good, man. What's up? Man, can't call it, man. Just had a couple of points I was mm-hmm. thinking of, man. Um, I know everybody's down on Dow. I'm 50 50 with it because I really don't know, but. Mm-hmm. Then if you look at what Kentucky just did, they hired Rich uh, Scandarello. And, you know, they thought he was, you know, he he obviously just got fired after one year. But um, he he was my offensive coordinator for my favorite team, the Broncos, and he was horrible. And now you look, Kentucky hired him, (laughs) and he was horrible. (laughs) So they had to fire him at the year. So that kind of has me on the fence. And and, But there is a lot of people on the Arkansas side where I see they're just, mad that he's kind of leaving them they they wanted him to be the oc and they wanted him to stay around so i don't know yeah i mean listen one of my um, one of my good buddies is uh or you know a guy i've gone on his show before is uh guys with the hog talk they've got like six thousand followers on twitter but they do a great job with their arkansas podcast porter and jacob are the guy's name anyways i've been dming with him back and forth and you know, they're again, they're diehard Arkansas dudes, and they, uh, I mean, they've got nothing but glowing reviews of him and great things to say about him. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting dynamic because, again, I've talked with them, and it's like the Arkansas folks, they want Bryles gone and they want to give Loggins the OC job, uh, at least a faction of their fan base does. And on the South right, Carolina right. side, we want Bryles and we don't want Loggins. So I, I, I don't know, man. It's, um, you know, I, I I try to though. You know, especially when one of my favorites is when people are like, "Oh, these these coaches say all these great things. They got nothing but great things to say about uh, to to say about this coach." And I'm like, 
has there ever been a coach that talks shit about another coach just freely? Like, I don't think that ever happens. Like, right. they all, they're all complimentary of each other. Like, there's plenty of coaches that think, well, Muschamp's a great coach. And obviously, we have our own opinion on that. So, um, you know, I, I, I right. just – at the end of the day, it, to simplify it, this is how I would look at the Loggins hire when and if it happens. I trust in Beamer. It's a suspect hire that I pray to God works out. But I have to, I, I have to trust Beamer at the end of the day. Because if that's if, – if Shane Beamer is, has the conviction and belief in his heart of hearts that Dowell Loggins is my answer offensively, he's going to take us to the next level, you have to give him the freedom to make that choice. If, 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 yeah. if Boosters and the Carolina Slapdick community on Twitter, if they know more about football <laughs> than Shane Beamer to where they should be making the OC hires or they should be making coaching hires – then we got the wrong head coach. Our head coach is not smart enough. And I know that's not the case. I know that's not the case. So I say this, man. I say this. We're going to critique. We're going to criticize. We're going to question, as we should. Fans invest money. They invest time. They invest energy. They buy merchandise. I mean, everything in between, dude. So you should. You have the right and the freedom to critique, to question, all those things. But at the end of the day, right. you know what You know what else is also true? Everybody's going to come back. Everybody's going to show up at yep. Willie B. Everybody's going to continue to support. Everybody's going to have Shane Beamer's back until the very bitter end or until yep. we're hoisting that trophy in Atlanta, whatever happens or somewhere in between. So, but you got to yep. let Beamer just ride, dude. You got to let Beamer cook. You, you got to let Beamer cook. You got to let him do his thing. You got to give him the opportunity to succeed or fail. You, you just got to do it. What other choice yep. do you have? What other choice do we have? Yep. And um, j- just one quick hit, man. I think we need to watch out for uh, Joshua Simon, tied in from Western Kentucky. He was very dynamic. He's also from mm-hmm. South Carolina, and he has he has uh, he's a veteran. He had over a thousand yards, uh, 15, 16 touchdowns. He went crazy this year. He's in the transfer portal, so if we can get him in, like a. Uh, like a uh, Bell, Jaheim Bell type role, man. He's a, he's he's in the same mold as him, about the same size and everything. So, hopefully, hopefully we can get him in for some tight end depth, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much. And, and I want to address this one too. I see Joe Anders, and I, I see many people like Joe that comment. Our fan base ran this coach off. Our fan base did this. Our fan base did that. People love to cast stones at the fan base. Number one, Joe, you're part of the fan base. So if the fan base are slap dicks, you're slap dick. Okay. Um, also, the Satterfield thing. He said that, that, that our, our our fan base ran off an OC who had three top 15 wins. Marcus Satterfield was complete dog shit for 23 games. Complete dog shit. It took one of the most embarrassing losses in school history for him to finally, and then a come to Jesus talk with Freddie Kitchens and Shane Beamer and other offensive staff. And this is not this is not me making this up. This is what happened. It took that for him to finally simplify and put together a game plan that we could succeed with. No, Marcus Satterfield did not earn his return. He did not. Sorry, he, did, he didn't. And sorry, not sorry about it. He did not earn that. Jump back to the phone. Call from Lex. Lex, what's up? Hey, what's up? What's going on? Uh, not much. I just wanted to kind of switch gears and uh, get your opinion. I know a lot of people have voiced theirs, and um, j- 
just kind of changed up a bit. Um, Marshawn Lloyd, what do you think about uh, the whole tweet he sent out and uh, also taking down pretty much everything that has to do with Carolina on his uh, Twitter? All right. That's all. Go Cox. Appreciate it, Lex. Thank you. Okay, so short and sweet and to the point. Appreciate that, Lex. I will say this. When the tweet first dropped, I thought, you know, I hate to, like, overanalyze a tweet. This could be about anything, right? Could be about anything. But when you couple that with – when you couple that with he removed running back at South Carolina from his bio and he deleted tweets where he was recruiting other players to come to the University of South Carolina, that's when you start doing the math, you plug two and two together – and, I, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, guys, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Again, I, I didn't want to overanalyze. And over, because, see, that's the funny thing, right? Like, a guy like Marshawn Lloyd or anybody else, they, they could just tweet the word, like, damn. And they may have had, like, a tough exam. You know what I mean? And they could be talking about that. Granted, at the same time, you know that when you're in that position that everybody, fair or unfair, they take everything you say as, oh, this is about the football team. This is about the football program. It's about football, right? Like, you, you understand, like, I, I, I learned that. I learned that doing what I do, right? Because I used to, I, I've got a personal Twitter account, and I used to tweet about just random nonsense, whatever. And, um, you know, like, I, I learned to a point, like, you know, people, and it's a blessing, right? Like, you, you've, you've reached a point where people associate everything you say with what you do. It's, it's a blessing, right? But it's also... So I would say this, you couple Lloyd's tweet with the removing, changing the bio, deleting the tweets, and then also you couple that with, if it were not true, Marshawn Lloyd is very active on social media. Marshawn Lloyd is someone that he would be very quick to shoot down rumors. He would be very quick to say, no, 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 this is not what I meant. This is not the case. You know, I'm doing this. I said it because of this. I mean, he, he's gone on social media and voiced his support for Marcus Satterfield and his offensive line and all that. He, he would not just – I don't think Marshawn Lloyd would allow rumors to run rampant. So, I, I think there's some real juice behind it, and I think that uh, whether it be the portal or the draft, I, I, I would put the odds that Marshawn Lloyd is in a South kind of uniform next year, I'd put him at probably 1%. I, I just you – don't, you don't do all that if you're coming back. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it's unfortunate. It's it's unfortunate. Um, it's unfortunate, but it is. I I don't know, guys. I don't have all the details. I mean, listen, if he's going to the league, if he's going to the league, that would make a lot of sense. But if he's going to the league, why would he take running back at South Carolina out of his out of his bio? And also, I you know, I, I don't know, man. With with Lloyd, like I, I just that feels like such a that feels like such a like almost like a petty move. Like, it, it just, it's surprising because to me, Lloyd, from everything I've seen, is just all Gamecock. Like, he's he, he's a diehard Gamecock. So, like, why why do that? I, I, I don't know. I just, I, why do that? I, why do that? Um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't think Marshawn Lloyd's in a Gamecock uniform next year. I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've also heard NIL. You know, NIL's a beast right now, guys. It's crazy. It's crazy. NIL is an absolute beast. So, Mm -mm -mm. 
Kelsey Quarles comment, and I want to get back to it. Here we go. Kelsey said, what's up, Kelsey? Appreciate you tuning in, my man. Gamecock legend. Says, we just need to hire someone that fits our personnel and what we have. We need someone that's going to call are going to call to win and not play it safe. At the end of the day, we have to go out and play the game no matter who it is. Coach Ward wasn't the best DC, but we just went to play and we played hard. Good point. More on that in a second. Here we go. Let's jump back. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, yeah, I just had one more question. Um, but what do you think about uh, Labossier Carroll? Do you think he's going to be the running back for the poll? Um. Yeah, I'd imagine Lloyd doesn't play. I mean, Christian Bill Smith might be healthy. Um, I would hope he's healthy by yeah. that point. So yeah. it might be might be a heavy dose of Bill Smith. Juju McDowell, <clears throat> Juju McDowell still out there. Um, I'd oh, love yeah, to. I'd yeah. love to. Yeah, I'd love to see Lavoisier play. I mean, we haven't. I don't think he even touched the field this season. So no, not at all. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if the the bowl game is going to be the time where he does so. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would love to see him, especially if he transferred from Georgia. I, you know, he, he's got to be really, really good to uh, commit there. So, I just want to see see how he does over here. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, a lot of talent. You know, we heard about a lot of talent, but, I, you know, I don't know. I I, I think it'll probably be a heavy dose of Bill Smith and, and Juju, if I had to guess. Or, or well, I was going to say Jaheim Bell, but he ain't here no more. <laughs> Never mind. And we're out of water. We're we're out of a lot of tight ends too. We definitely need we need we definitely need to you know get tight ends. I don't know what the heck's going on with the uh, you know Stogner going and then you know all all them Jane Bell and there's just a whole mess. They need to get their tight ends to come in and play and everything. So I don't know what's going on with that. Nate Adkins season, my guy. Nate Adkins season. Yeah, Nate Adkins. Yeah, that's the only guy, isn't he? Uh, yeah, because Trey Kenyon's not playing football anymore. So, I don't even know who who's left. Wow. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And there's, there's not a lot of guys to throw the ball to. Yeah. Uh, well, spread them five wide and get our receivers out there and let Rattler go to work. Why not? So. Yeah. But that's all I need, man. I appreciate it. Appreciate the call, Hunter. Thanks so much. Yep. Yep, you're the man. Thanks so much. Uh, again, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. We are rolling here on this uh, on this Monday. Again, it's it's just crazy, man. It's it's and it's a blessing. Again, it's 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 a blessing. As I felt this since the jump when I started started the business and everything and started making content around the Gamecocks. You know, you think to yourself and you kind of try to project. And you're like, well, you know, it, it, things will slow down at at this point, right? They'll they'll slow down. Think think the season's over. But dude, it never slows. <laughs> the only <clears throat> the only time of year where things really slow down, where I think we could justify, where we could justify taking a, a break, not that I need a break, but like the only time things really slow down is like the month of June. And if baseball goes to the College World Series, they don't slow down at all. You know? Now, nah, it's it's just incredible how day after day after day, the drama continues with Gamecocks football. It's, it's I don't know, it's It's fun. At the same time, I'm sure there's many out there that wish it would it would slow down a little bit. Um, by the way, guys, on some positive news, Amarian Brown and Marcellus Dial have confirmed they are playing in the Gator Bowl and they will be back for the 2023 season. So great news there from two key players, uh, two guys that had good seasons. And, you know, I'd like to think that, that uh, Amarian Brown could be one of our top options next year. And, of course, again, Marcellus Dial had a really, really good season in the secondary. So... Awesome to get those guys back. Awesome to get those guys back. 
Uh, John Edward, I think, wants me to acknowledge this. Heard that Phil called me a dork. I, I don't remember hearing that, John Edward. I guess Phil called you a dork. I don't know. The Phil-John Edward rivalry continues. The greatest rivalry in sports, Ohio State-Michigan, South Carolina Clem sucks, Phil versus John Edward. Great rivalries, truly. Chase versus Hunter. Some great rivalries out there in, 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 in college sports. Really, truly, it's awesome. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Trappy, we'll be fine. All we got's all we need. Um, you know, Shane Beamer will build the roster. You just got to trust in Beamer, man. I mean, it, I will say it's it's auspicious, like, what's happened since the end of the season when we had all this crazy momentum. But, guys, what it just again goes to show, though, is what it again, <clears throat> what it again goes to show, even when things are going well, even when things are going well, believe it or not, Sometimes your favorite players, they don't have a positive experience at USC. Not everybody goes to USC and likes it, you know? I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but, like, <clears throat> you know, and that's one of the reasons I've always loved having former players on my show because I love hearing their experiences. Like a, for example, like a, like a Savelle Newton, who, who has been very open and honest with me about his experience at Columbia. All right, let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from Jack. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm fine, thanks. I just want you to keep going after hard after the people that blame stuff on a fan base. Uh, being up north, you know, they always do that to the pro teams. And you know all your fan base could be accused of as far as your OC is? You got them to do better. So make sure you stick it up to people that are, you know, hitting that tone. I, I will never stop being me, my guy. I will never stop being me. And uh, as far as, you know, like I said, all the way up here in Pennsylvania with all my friends rattling, the, you know, your guys go cock stuff, it's nice to be relevant. So, you know, keep it up on a positive note. You matter now. So we got to do something against Notre Dame. What do you think of that, that, that game? It's be a tough one. Yeah. No, indeed. That's a huge game, my friend. Huge game. All right, man. Enjoy the weather up there. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We will. I, pre I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for the call. You're welcome. Have a good day. Yeah, man. Take care. All the way from PA. Shout out to you, my friend, and a great call there. And guys, we'll never, I'll never stop bringing the heat. We'll never stop bringing the heat. All right. We're going to jump into our first break, guys. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. I just saw a question from, I think, Jimmy Mendio. Where's the Roach King? Uh, Jimmy, that ended, my guy. That was a regular season football thing. We will have Roach King on one more time, I believe, the week of the bowl game. We're going to try to get it, well, twice, actually. We'll get him on before the bowl game, after the bowl game. But, yeah, the, the Roach King content was for the football season specifically. So if you're wondering, uh, it is just me now. The only guests we have lined up on a weekly basis, on an every week basis, is uh, J.C. Sherbert every Thursday. And also, I will go on, uh, I will go on Mark Ryan's radio show every Monday at 4:40. So I'll be on there today at 4:40. 
Also, guys, wanted to update you, and I hope this hits the masses. I really do. If I could speak to all of Gamecock Nation and everybody that's ever interacted, everyone that's bought anything from my store, I want to let you all know, give you an update, okay? Today is the last day. You have till midnight tonight to order to guarantee by Christmas delivery for merchandise. If you order after today, there's a chance it could get there, but I can't guarantee it. Now, for everyone waiting on towels, I know there's a lot of you. You will have your towels by Christmas. By Christmas, you'll have your towels. I am sitting here packaging them myself, and there are a shit ton of towels and koozies and everything else to package. The towels get shipped out separately from the merch, okay? My printful vendor, they ship out all the merch, stuff like this, stuff like this. I fulfill the towels and koozies myself. Also, <clears throat> the victory t-shirts and prints from Tennessee and the Sucks games, the shirts, the prints, all that stuff. Those are being shipped out this week. Jocelyn herself is fulfilling those orders. We're getting all those printed and shipped by end of week. You will have them for Christmas as well. So again, guys, I do apologize. I apologize for the delay. I apologize for the wait. I am still a one-man operation back here, okay? We're expanding the business as we go, but it's a work in progress, and it's a great position to be in because the demand is so high in regards to merchandise, but I want to let you all know I have not forgotten about you. I'm actually going today. I'm meeting up with my merch guy today, right after TDC, going today to go pick up a 1,000 more towels to package and ship off. So that's all I'm going to be doing all week long is packaging towels. Like literally, my life this week and for the next seven days is record the podcast, do TDC, probably go to the gym, eat, and package towels. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. So I just want to let you all know it's being taken care of behind closed doors. All right, let's get back into the, the madness, if you will. Coach Ford, listen, Coach Ford, you ain't got to convince me what you're saying. I get what you're saying, Coach Ford. He says, funny how everyone dodges the simple question. Would you present a resume like Loggins to your boss and recommend hiring? <clears throat> By the way, references were checked, and they are worst employee in the company. Coach Ford, I, I don't disagree with you. Coach Ford, I'm not even, listen, if and when, Loggins is hired as OC. I'm not, Coach Ford, I'm not going to come to you and say, well, let me tell you five reasons why this is a great hire. No, it's a suspect hire. It's, it's a very underwhelming hire that we just all hope and pray works out be, far beyond our expectations. That's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, Coach Ford, though, let me ask you this and everybody else. You know, you talk about, you, you, you talk about the the OC thing, and I've seen some people say on social media, and I know it's not directed to me, Coach Ford. I'm just speaking, you know, to the masses. But I, I would say this. I've seen people on social media say, you know, we, we've got to save Beamer from himself. You know, we got to we got to mutiny and make sure Logan took get the job. If you have a head football coach that needs to be saved from himself, he shouldn't be your head football coach in the first place. I mean, if you can't trust your coach to make an OC hire, why is he your head football coach? What's the point? What, what, like, why, why not just let the booster be the head coach? So, again, guys, I talked about in the podcast this morning about what's going down. Loggins has been the guy. Beamer wants Loggins. There was there was backlash. There was there was a negative response from the boosters and the higher ups, if you will, those fans with influence that write checks that matter. 
And uh, <clears throat> that is why Ray Tanner told Shane Beamer, hey, let's, let's, let's hold off on this for a minute. And the Beamer was not happy with that. So, listen, that's who Beamer wants. And I think Beamer should have the freedom. I think Beamer absolutely 110%. You need to give your head football coach the freedom to hire, fire, make whatever decisions he wants to make. It's his program. You, you effectively, when you hire a head football coach, you hand the keys to your program to him. That's it. You hand the keys over. And, you know, Hunter Kelly says he's got to be pretty bad if the higher-ups don't even want him. Hunter Kelly, you know what the difference between you and these quote-unquote higher-ups I'm talking about? Boosters and these higher-ups, they're fans. They're just fans with influence. They're fans with a fat wallet. That's, that's the only difference. That's the, they don't know anything more about football than Hunter does. That's it. So, like, you, you know, I, I think what it is, I think where it's coming from, and I understand where the backlash is coming from. I mean, look at his resume. I, and I'm not saying your past defines your future. I'm not saying that. But damn, his resume's trash. And to Coach Ford's point, let's say you worked in sales. Let's say you worked in any other any other industry. And you had three, four, five failed jobs. You were in sales and you failed to meet quota five times. You know, people deserve second chances and you can work on yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. But at the University of South Carolina, is that that's the guy we're going with? We're, we're taking a why, why are we taking a flyer on a guy? Why are we rolling the dice to such a degree? How is there not a more safe option? How is there not a more proven commodity? How is that not possible? Why is it not a priority to make that guy the next OC? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but I will say this back to the point of the, the fans and our caller in the first hour, which we're about to hit the second hour. Our caller, though, about 30 minutes ago. Great call. that, you know, talked about, you know, being critical and all that. I mean, I believe in that, obviously, guys. We're all Gamecocks, but, again, I, I would argue that fans of the Spurs Up show, fans of this show, listeners, callers, everybody in between, anybody who consumes this content, follows this content, interacts with our content, is a fan of our content, I would say we have the smartest group of people, the smartest Gamecock fans. That's what this is a collection of. And some, some on social media would laugh, scoff, whatever. The, the Carolina slapdick community, who gives a damn? The day I start caring about what a slapdick thinks, I, I'll quit doing this. I'll quit doing this. But the thing I love about the people that call into this show, that comment, that interact, that I go back and forth with on social media for the most part, they're critical thinkers. They're smart people. You all. I'm complimenting you all today on this Monday. Smart people. Very smart people. That don't take things at face value just because they have a block C on them. Just because they're painted garnet and black. You know, those people exist. I see them on social media all the time. It could be a pile of dog shit. If it had a Gamecock football helmet on it, they, they'd find a way to spin zone it. It's the greatest thing ever. It, it could be the worst thing ever. I mean, you see it all the time. Carolina's not the only one. South Carolina's not the only one, right? Look at Clemson with Deshaun Watson. 
fans will defend their favorite player, their favorite team, their coach, because they've got their colors on and their logo. And it's like, well, he didn't do it. You know, like they, they will defend to the end. It's not just Carolina. But the people that tune into this show, that tune into the podcast, that interact with our content, smart, critical thinkers, I appreciate all of you. I truly do. That's why I say the beauty's in the banter. Because it is. Because it is. And never apologize, and I will never apologize for applying pressure. Never, ever, 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 ever. Amen. I will never apologize. Pressure's what creates progress. Pressure creates diamonds. Pressure's a privilege, guys. Without pressure, there'd be no motivation to be great. That applies in all facets of life. There should be high pressure at South Carolina. This is a high-profile job. It's a coveted position. Being the OC at Carolina is not a charity case. It's a privilege to be the OC here. It's a privilege to be the head football coach. It's a privilege to be employed by the University of South Carolina in that fashion, in that, in that, in that, in that way. It's a privilege. There should be pressure. Absolutely. So if you make a hire like the one that Beamer might just be about to make with Dowell Loggins, there should be pressure. There should be questioning. There should be criticism. Again, people invest their time, their money, their resources. Some invest buku amounts of money, and now we're paying players. And you want people to blindly fall in line and support? Hell no. We're going to question, we're going to critique, and damn it, we're going to call you out when you don't meet expectations. And that should never change. That should never change. That's how it should always be. That's how I'll always be. To take it down a different path, you know what happens when you don't have pressure and you don't have expectations? This basketball season. And I, and I hate to say that. And I'm not trying to be unfair. But what's happened with Gamecocks men's basketball in turn, and, and right, like I think it's the right mentality. It's year one of Lamont Paris. There, there shouldn't be immense amounts of pressure on him to win. We all know the reality with the roster. But doesn't it feel... Isn't there like almost like a level of apathy to the men's basketball program this year? Because it's like there is no, there are no expectations. Just don't finish dead last. There's no expectations. And when there's no expectations, you don't care. You don't care. There's apathy. It sets in. You know, so pressure's a privilege. It's a it's a great thing, man. And I and I think fans. And, and let me also say too, like, like I just, I, I just, it's comical to me when people <clears throat> slap dicks. The Carolina slap dick community. Again, I don't like labeling. Well, Gamecock Twitter is toxic. No, it's not. The Carolina slap dick community is toxic. That's it. The Carolina slap dick community is who you're referring to. You're not referring to all of Gamecock Twitter. Most people, ninety eight percent of Twitter. People just follow or they chill. They might interact here and there, but they kind of just chill. They're normal people. And then you have these psychos on Twitter that are fucking nuts. They're nuts. And they're just miserable. Pray for these people. They're miserable. They're miserable people. They're miserable people. You have to be miserable to skew some of the shit I see on social media. You have to be miserable. Anyways. But the funniest thing is when there are people that they say 
TSUS, you ain't shit. You don't matter. Nobody cares. You're insignificant. And then on the same token, the same side, people say that, well, it's fans that ran Satterfield off. It's this fan base that's causing us to lose. The fans did this. and the... So which one is it? Am I a peasant or am I God? Like, which one am I? You know what I mean? Like, do I have the power to control counter football like a puppet or am I insignificant? Just choose one. Like, to say that fans are somehow influ- – fans on Twitter got – now, the fans with influence, the people with the checkbooks, they're the ones influencing shit. They're the ones that are making shit happen, okay? The people who are actually – what is that? Diamond spur, what be, the, just top-notch spur, whatever the hell you are, whatever it is, those are the people that are making shit move. But – if you really believe that Joe Blow 84 on Twitter, well, he was negative, and that's, you know, I mean, Carolina football, we just we just can't survive under these conditions. We can't win under these conditions. The joke is on you, bro. <laughs> the joke's on you. Just let fans be fans. We're going to critique, criticize, whatever. It's because we have expectations and we care. That's it. But let fans be fans. Let fans be fans. Not everybody's got to be positive. Not everybody's got to – not everybody – hey, listen – Everybody has a role. You got people like Cody Gaskins and you got people like Brendan M. And they're both great Gamecock fans and one's a negative pessimist and one's a garnet glasses, you know, optimist. And that's okay. We need them both. And then there's me right here in the middle to facilitate. Right here in the middle. That's where I want to be. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. We're all a little bit crazy. We're all a little bit loopy. So, you know. We're just a big dysfunctional family. That's what Gamecock Nation is. We all want the same thing. I mean, we all want that same pinnacle. We all want the same pinnacle. We we have different opinions of how to get there, but we all want to get to the same destination. All of us. Everybody does. Everybody. Everybody. We win a national title one day, and some people will say, well, it's because of how negative I was. I motivated them to be great. And then the overly optimist will say, well, it's because of how positive I was. I uplifted them constantly, even when things were tough. But who gives it in? We'll all be there. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, yeah. (laughs) Chase says, what am I? Chase, you are Hunter in disguise. That's who you are. Brendan, I, Brendan, Brendan says Dalton's the optimist garnet glass. I, I, see, I don't think not. Dalton, Dalton calls it. Dalton keeps it a buck. Dalton keeps it a buck. Now, Dalton on the lattes. Dalton on the lattes is the garnet glasses. And if y'all don't know who I'm talking to, we're, we're we got the Big Cock Club Discord, which join today. It's a lot of fun. We actually watched the basketball game in the uh, the Big Cock Club Discord. Anyways, I, I'm just saying that. I see it sometimes, and I, I just I laugh, bro. Because again, it's it's one of my favorite, you know. And I'm sure y'all, for those who were on Twitter, y'all saw it over the weekend. But one of my favorite uh, rumors, if you will, or, or notions that get put out there by the Carolina Slapdick community is the entire fan base hates TSUS. Every everybody who's a Gamecock hates the Spurs up show, and I'm like. Bro, we have we have 31.7 thousand followers on Twitter. We got 31,000 followers on Facebook. We got 27.2 or something thousand on Instagram. We got 17,000 on TikTok. 
We're, we're averaging like 60 to 65,000 downloads per month on the podcast during football season. We, we've got over 100 people who tune into this show daily on a live basis. That's not just views, listens. Live, there's, about, there's almost 200 people in here daily. So I don't know how that math is working out. I, I, I don't know how that math checks out. And I've probably got like 250 people blocked on Twitter. And we have 31.7 thousand followers. So y'all get back to me on percentages and math and what that means, but I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that works out the way that folks think it does. Put it that way. Anyways, anyways, back to the ball, back to football. Um, yeah, crazy weekend with the the login stuff. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd probably gone. How about the rumors that uh, about the the De- what is it Devin Devin O'Leary is that his name? What was his name again? Let's see. Uh, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where'd it go? 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 Yeah, Devin. Yeah. Anyways, the the transfer quarterback from NC State, and I would just tell you this: I would say that. See, I talked about this before that like the portal has just changed the way you recruit the quarterback position. And, and I and I think it's a balance. And we were talking about this a little bit in the Discord, but I do think it's a balance. And my guy, Bad Brad, shout out to Bad Brad. That dude is everywhere. Where in the world is Bad Brad, man? That, that, that's the great question, honestly. Forget the OC search. Where is Bad Brad this week? That's what we all need to know. But, um, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, do you, do you, why – why would you roll with a unproven redshirt freshman QB when you can go out there and get a proven Power Five veteran? I mean, but but at the same time, you've got to balance that. You've got to balance that because you know you don't want to be in a position where you can no longer recruit at quarterback because the quarterbacks are going to say, "Why would I go there?" Like, what happens? If you do bring in Devin Leary, is it is it Devin O'Leary or is it just Devin Leary? Why do I keep saying O'Leary? You bring in Devin Leary, whatever his name is, from NC State. What happens with Tanner Bailey and Braden Davis? What happens? You know? So, you know, I uh, I don't know. It's It's changed the way. Oh, Kevin O'Leary. Okay, I'm just, I don't know. My names are all screwed up. The NC State transfer. We know who I'm talking about. Anyways, anyways. Guys, phone lines are open. I've been just rambling away, but the phone lines are open. Um, somebody said I took my pre-workout this morning. I, dude, I just, I this is all, man, this is all organic energy, dog. I just, I just, I have my coffee, but. I just genuinely, you know, sometimes I think about, well, you know, I could take a couple of days off, you know, just just do whatever. But like, dude, I I thrive being in a creative space. I I thrive being a creator. I thrive on being able to have a channel to voice my opinion and voice my thoughts on things and also interact with you all and to banter. I love it. I like I truly that's why, like, it's so funny. It's so interesting, man. And, again, I, I really am going all over the place today. But it's, like, people, like, the like I go on JC's show, right? The high-energy segment they call. I, I just I just can't. For me, 
I know I'm high energy, but I can't imagine, like, we're talking about sports. I can't imagine being like, all right, guys, welcome to the Daily Crow. We're we're uh, we're tuned in talking about football. Yeah, we're so excited to talk football. Like, bro, we're talking football. We're talking sports. Why down in the dumps? Why would you not be excited? Why would you? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like I try to I, I can't tell you guys the amount of times. Thank God for editing, because there's so many times I sit down and do the podcast and I will have to stop myself because I'm 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 talking too fast or I'm like, yeah, I'm getting so worked up, right? I don't know. I just it, for me, it's just like the passion comes out. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's funny, it's hard for me to like to just to not justify, but like explain it because I don't know any other way. Sometimes, though, I, I will say this. My voice has evolved. Because back in the day, in the beginning, I would be like, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 700. Like, like if I was talking, let, let me say this. If I was talking about, like, mental health or mindfulness or self-development, I probably would have a much more laid-back, calm type of conversation. But, like, we're talking about sports. We're talking about sports. How the the emotions just run high for me, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, anyways, uh, let's see. Austin Greer, why would Leary come to South Carolina I, to play? I don't know. I mean, I, to play football, I'd assume, Austin. Coach Ford says, is there actual evidence that Beamer's presented logins to Tanner on the Board of Trustees? I can't imagine anyone that would go to their boss and boss bosses with that resume and seriously pros we spend the money on them. Uh, Coach Ford, Coach Ford, let me, let me be the, the breaker of news to you, sir. Yes, that that is a thousand percent happened. Yes, Beamer wants logins. Here, here's how it all for anybody who might have missed it. I talked about this on the podcast, but it's fine. So here's what happened. Right before we go to a break, I'll tell you. Shane Beamer wants Dowell logins. Wanted Dowell logins. He wants Dowell logins. That's why the Dowell logins rumors came up last week. South Carolina has targeted locked in on Dowell logins. From my understanding and what I'm told, and again, this is this is. I mean, I know we joke around with the per sources thing, and but this is as dependable as it can get, folks. I promise you, I promise you. The reason logins it has not been finalized is because Shane Beamer a thousand percent locked in on logins, and there was pushback and negative feedback from these big money boosters, right? Fans with influence, higher ups, whatever you want to label them. There was pushback. It wasn't because of the Carolina Slapdick community. It wasn't because of Gamecock Twitter. It wasn't because of some Facebook comments. It wasn't because of what Coach Ford got to say on the Daily Crow. Because I want people to understand, like, don't demonize the fan base for this happening. It's because of the pushback at the highest level. The people who are probably writing the guy's check, if we're being honest. So there was pushback. That infuriated Shane Beamer. And I get it. I, 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 I get it. No matter what you think about the higher guys, I, I think Shane Beamer should be allowed to run his program the way he he sees fit. I, I think Shane Beamer should have the freedom to run this program. It's his program. You gave him the keys. Let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. Give him the opportunity to succeed or fail. We cannot micromanage Shane Beamer and expect to get anywhere. And he's also earned the benefit of the doubt after we finished 8-4 and four and won back-to-back games over top 10 heaps. He's earned the benefit of the doubt to go do what he wants to do. Okay? No matter how much we might question, critique, He's earned that, in my opinion. So, that is why the hire got put on hold. But obviously, since the dust has settled over the last couple of days, Logan's name has resurfaced, Board of Trustees is meeting tomorrow. 
I think Loggins is indeed going to get the job. I do. I do. But so that, Coach Ford, is what has happened. Yes, his name has absolutely been presented. Yes, that's a real thing. This is not a smoke screen. This is not a, this is not, you know, I know there was a rumor that, oh, man, that's a smoke screen. No, no, no. This is not a smoke screen. Shane Beamer wants Dowell Loggins. Period, point blank, end of discussion. He wants him. Okay. He wants him. I don't know. Coach Ford, it's not a decoy. No, it's not a decoy. I know what you're trying to do, but it's not. It's not a decoy, my guy. It's for real. My guy who told me this would not have lied to me. He would not have bullshitted me. This is for real. And again, the BOT meets tomorrow. So I would not. When did I say decoy? Coach Ward, when did I say decoy? I didn't say decoy. This is not a decoy. I said it wasn't a decoy. I didn't say it was a decoy. Wait, when did I say that? I may have guessed that last week because I was the same as y'all. I didn't know. But based off the latest info I have, no, no, this has never been a decoy. This has been the guy. I don't know if you're trying to confuse me, Coach Ford, but stop it. Get out of my brain. It's not a decoy. This is the real deal. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into a break, guys. We are rocking. We are rolling here on this uh, Monday. On the other side, I want to continue to hear from you. More of your questions, comments, calls, and more. You're tuned in to the Daily Crap. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls as well. 843-790-3377. Let me say this also. I see some people commenting about <clears throat> the OC and the effect it's having on the current roster. I I truly, genuinely do not believe that, like, Lloyd's decision, Jaheim Bell's decision, anybody's decision like that is influenced by the, the OC search or anything like that. I, I, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I really don't. So, um, the Lloyd thing is, is I mean, guys, I trust me, I'm as surprised as you all are, really, truly. I'm uh, – So, let's see. It is so funny. I get these, like, fake emails. I, I don't know. Anyways. Um, let's see. No, Dylan Potter, I can tell you that the decision is not based off of the OC. It's not. It's it's a money thing, NIL and or the NFL draft. So, anyways, let's jump back to the phone. Call from Matthew. Matthew, what's up? How you doing? Going good. Um, question. So, do you think that uh, Spencer Rattler, if he has a really good game in the bowl game, that he tries to go to the NFL? I think there's a good chance. I, I think there's a, there's a chance. I mean, it's it's tough to say right now. A lot of swirling rumors. I I just I would imagine he's playing the bowl game to improve stock. Um, you know, to try his hand at the next level. I could be wrong, but uh, you know, I don't think anything's off the table. I I can't really say for certain to be honest with you. Now is the reason why. Uh, Stogner, I mean, I wonder if Stogner had 
um, any talks with, uh, you know, Spencer Rattler, you know, about him possibly going to the NFL as why he's transferring? I mean, do you think that has anything to do with it? Hold on. So you're saying if Stogner's had any conversations about what now, about Rattler going to the NFL or what? Yeah. Um, if, you know, Spencer Rattler came up to Stogner and said, hey, I might be going to the NFL if I have a oh, good oh, game. Oh, um... I, I don't know. I, I think Stogner more so made the decision for himself. I mean, based off of – he texted Mike Gillespie of ABC Columbia, a good buddy of mine, said that he missed home. I mean, he literally went back to Oklahoma. So, uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't I, – you know, I I mean, I I know that Stog was a huge reason that Rattler came to Columbia, but I don't, I don't think they're, like, you know, attached to the hip or anything. I think those guys make decisions for their own. So, um, yeah, I mean, again, man, I, I – I, it's pure speculation. So I could sit here and go on some long rant for you right now, but I, I think it's just – we're all just kind of waiting and seeing when it comes to Rattler. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we all obviously selfishly wanted to come back. But, um, you know, I, I think it's 50-50. Yeah, I think if he goes out there and balls out and plays well in the bowl game and, you know, he hears something that is favorable that he wants to hear, he might be gone. He might be gone. But then again, maybe Beamer and company can convince him to come back. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Truly, I don't know. All right. Thank you for the call, and uh, go dogs. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. I kind of knew that was coming. Um. Anyways, guys, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Hunter Kelly says that's why the whole NIL has ruined college football. I miss where you sign in one school at the done deal for four years. I mean, listen, I I, I love giving the power to the players. I I really do. I, I love giving power to the players. Um, when you combine. The portal NIL, it definitely makes things messy there. Let's jump back to the phone lines. Call from. Gerald. What's up, man? How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Uh, well, first of all, real quick, I haven't called in since the uh, Missouri game. So, Tennessee, uh, you know, all we heard was, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to smoke y'all balls by city. Well, guess who got boat race? Y'all did. And Clem sucks. Oh, one point, Crimea River. All I heard was eight and oh, eight in a row, eight in a row. Y'all, y'all better hope y'all can just score y'all's first touchdown in, what, two, three years? Yeah, whatever. Maybe wrong with both of y'all. Who's your daddy? So. But uh, anyways, uh, the main thing I want to call him about, I I know there's a lot of divide in the fan base about this. See this on Twitter. You know, you got the people that's just being relentlessly optimistic, like, oh, you know, we need to give this, you know, Loggins hire a shot and let's trust Beamer. And, you know, and you do have some people that are just out to be uh, more negative than necessary. You know, you still got people that don't believe in Beamer, you know, say we never should have hired him and, if he makes this decision, it's another example of why we shouldn't have. But I think there's a lot of people that fall in the middle, and I mean they have, I mean they have genuine reasons to to not really be confident in this hire, and, and I'm one of them. And I know we express that, and and I don't want it to get twisted by anybody. I love Coach Beamer, I support him 100, percent and I am behind it. But you know, with the momentum we've had and where we're at right now with the program, I just don't see why he wants this guy. Mm-hmm. There is no objective 
metric, no, nothing that you could point to to say, oh, you know, th- this is who I want. This is who I want to bring in because I think they're going to, you know, make my offense more successful. I, I just – I don't get it. And I was watching the J.C. and Phil show earlier. You know, Keith Offset was there, and I kind of like the way he put it. You know, Beamer's going all in with his chips here. We're, we're making this hire because, look, as much as I love Beamer, and I want him to succeed and stay at Carolina for a long time, but we all know how this thing works. As a result of now business, and how long has Carolina been struggling with bad offense? If this hire goes south like it has a good probability of doing, I, you know, like I said, Beamer's all in with his chips. So if it doesn't work out, then, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I, I don't know that that's going to fare well for Coach Beamer. <clears throat> oh, I'd agree. No, listen, I, th- I think his entire – I think Shane Beamer's entire coaching tenure at Carolina and, and, the, and the, the length of his tenure here will be judged off of – whether this OC hire succeeds or fails. And it's fair or unfair. It's just the truth because this fan base is so fatigued of bad offense. We're starving for some good offensive production. And so, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I agree with you, man. I, and I said this before the final two games. I'll say it even after the final two games, though. You get to year four or five, if, if you make it to year five at, at this rate in, in regards to – what I'm about to say. Yeah. Let's say you get to year four or five, even if you're going seven and five, eight and four, but if you're only scoring 24 points per game and the offense is anemic and it's just bad offense, I, I don't know that he survives it, man. I, I really don't. I, I just, I really don't. And I hate to say that. And I don't really even want to think, you know, obviously I, I hope that this is this, these combos we're having are, you know, a, 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 a laughing point at some point, right? Like we're, we're looking back like, having a good old laugh that we ever doubted the Dowell Loggins hire. But, um, yeah, I mean, t- to your point, man, again, it's, it's a results-oriented business. It's a win-now business. And, you know, they're, they're not going to – how many – how many they're not going to give him three or four swings and misses on the OC or just three or four chances to get the OC right. It's, you know, okay, you, you did what you had to do with Sat. He was your buddy. He wasn't your first choice. Okay, this one you need to get right. And so, you know – I, but I agree. I think Shane Beamer needs the freedom to run his program the way he wants. And if Dowell Loggins is his guy, listen, let him. Let him do it. Let, let him do it. Let him let him roll the dice. <clears throat> let him roll the dice. And, but I agree with you. It's – I mean and – and I, and I say this, too. This is a total side note. But it's, it's, it's just so stupid to me and why. I'm going to stop doing it, too. That You know, it's a – just so you all know, I, I really do love Shane Beamer and believe in Shane Beamer. Like, the fact you have to preface, like, a critical opinion or just an opinion with that to, to make sure people know, hey, I'm I'm behind. Like, no shit. Like, we, and I'm not saying to you. I'm saying, like, myself and everybody else. Like, listen, Beamer Ball to the Moon, we all believe in Beamer. However, realistically, yeah, this is a suspect hire. Extremely suspect, and it's baffling to me. I, I just – I look at his resume. I, I look – I'm just like, why? Why? Like, I need to know why, you know? And I don't know more about football than Shane Beamer. Again, Beamer has shit out more football than I'll ever know. But I it's just like, man, like, <laughs> you, you, if you're only – they say you're only as good as your last rep. You're only as good as your last job. You're only as good as your last game. Dude, Loggins, his track record, his history is dog shit. I mean, his, his, his resume sucks. Like, ain't no other way to put it. His resume sucks. That doesn't mean he won't be a great OC here, that he could be. But his resume sucks. <laughs> 
So if he does have massive success, if he does command a top-notch, and here's the thing, too. You go from Marcus Satterfield, who had never called a play at the Power 5 level, to a guy that has also never called a play at the Power 5 level. Never called a play in college. How does it happen? How does that happen? That is insane to me. That is insane, dude. That's insane. I can't believe that. I mean, I mean, me either. Like I said, I mean, you know, I don't know exactly what Ben was thinking or what he sees. I just I hope it works out for him. I really do because, like I said, I do want to see Ben succeed. And, and I think as far as in other areas, I mean, with the culture he's built, the way he recruits and stuff, I mean, in a lot of ways, Beamer's a really good coach. And I want to see him succeed. And say, so I hope it works out. And that would also mean good things for us if he does work out. So, you know, hey, but, I mean, it's, you know, like I said, it's just, but it, it's just real suspect. It's a risk. I think it's an unnecessary risk. But, you know, we got, I mean, I guess we just got to support him. I mean, if this is the decision he wants to make, if he wants to go all in on this hire, then, you know, we just got to stand behind him, whether we, you know, whether we agree with it or not. So, uh, just hoping for the best. That's, that's all we can do. And before I get off real quick, I want to leave, a, uh, I want to leave this advice uh, for all the fans out there listening. You know, there's also been a lot of talk. We we realize the age that we live in now with the transfer portal, with NIL. And, yeah, I see all these fans getting upset and, you know, they want to, you know, at players on Twitter and all this stuff, you know, just getting in your feels. Look, this is just just the era of college football to win, you know, these days. And and what people are going to have to do is learn how to hit the transfer portal themselves. And what I mean by that is, Instead of being a fan of both a of both players and the program, you're just going to have to transfer to being a fan of your program because guys are going to come and leave. They're not all going to stay. And you just got to wish the guys the best and, you know, let them go on about their way. No matter how much you may love or support the guy, there's no guarantees that he's going to stay at your school. So, yeah, I would just encourage fans just, you know, just quit letting it bother you so much. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to come and go. They're going to follow money. They're going to follow what's the best decision for them. And I mean, if they think there's a greener pasture somewhere, they're going to go after it. So, you know, let it be that. Yeah. Indeed. Well said, my friend. Hey, I, right, I, well. I appreciate the call. Great stuff. Thank you, man. Have yeah. a good one. We'll talk soon. Appreciate you. Yeah, no, awesome, and and, and I'll tell you this, <clears throat> and I'll and I'll tell you this on his last point about the players and, and the portal and NIL, and I know there's a lot of you out there that don't like it, and I, I wonder, I, I I wonder this, I wonder this because I talked a lot about this last week about Jaheim Bell and NIL and and all that, and NIL is important, right? Whether whether you listen, whether you like NIL or you don't. That's the reality of college football now. So if, if South Carolina, which we have, but if South Carolina doesn't get on board with NIL and we don't, you know, we don't fully buy into it, we will get left behind, right? However, though, I, I want to give you some feedback I've gotten from fans. And maybe maybe 
Maybe J.C. Sherbert can help us on Thursday. Maybe there's other folks, other factions out there that can that can that can assist. Because I I think what's still lacking right now, to be honest, guys, is NIL education. I I feel like, and I and I know Garnet Trust, Counter Rise, all those guys, they're doing as they're doing as good a job as they can. So I highly suggest if you have questions on NIL, reach out to them. I think they've tried on social media to address questions, stuff like that. But be sure to reach out to them if you need to know. But I wonder, <clears throat> I wonder. You look at a guy like Marshawn Lloyd. Let's say he enters the portal. God forbid. Even a Jaheim Bell. I've had fans reach out to me in voice and say, Chris, I want to give to NIL. Whether it be Counter Rise, it be Garnet Trust, I want to give to NIL. But why would I give to NIL when I don't even know if my favorite player is coming back next year? My donation means nothing, or that's how it feels to a lot of fans. And I get it. I get it. I, I understand it. I get it. It's it's tough, man. It's just this is the world we're in now. And I'll even say, I'll even say this. I'll even say this that NIL, I'm a fan of it. I, I just I, I when when I thought of NIL, here's what I thought. When I thought of NIL, I thought of if I'm walking down the road in Columbia and I see one of my favorite Carolina football players, you know what I'm saying? I I can pay him a hundred hundred dollars and and for his autograph and he won't get in trouble or anything. And on that note, <clears throat> breaking news, breaking breaking news via Chris Hummer of Twenty Four Seven Sports, National College Ball writer. South Carolina running back Marshawn Lloyd has entered the transfer portal. Lloyd ran for 573 yards and nine touchdowns this season on 5.2 yards per carry. Former top 50 recruit in the 2020 class. Well, there you go. That's it. Marshawn Lloyd is in the transfer portal. So, Marshawn Lloyd is in the transfer portal, ladies and gentlemen. God. Wow. That is... Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. On that note, guys, hey, we're going to jump into a quick break so I can get a graphic out and post this. On the other side, would love to hear your reactions, your thoughts on everything. It's official. Marshawn Lloyd is in the transfer portal. Your questions, comments, calls, and more on the other side. You're tuning in the Daily Grow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. The big breaking news that happened just before the break. Marshawn Lloyd has officially entered the transfer portal via 24-7 Sports. So that is it. That is the news. Marshawn Lloyd is in the portal. Um and, I, you know, I, I tell you this, I talked to folks yesterday that I, I was asking them about Lloyd and what the deal was, and uh, many of you will hate to hear this, but I'm hearing that uh, Maryland, Maryland may be a possible landing spot, NIL playing a major role. So hearing that Maryland, him going back, I, I, I don't know, guys. I, I don't understand it. I don't get that. I, I don't know. I don't get it at all. I know many people are going to want to know why, Chris, what happened. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I genuinely, genuinely, genuinely do not know. Uh, I guess NIL strikes. I don't know. 
All we got is all we need, but holy smokes. Holy smokes. Um, anyways, Marshawn Lloyd in the portal. We're all reacting to it. We're all reacting to it. Um, I'll say this. Listen, best of luck to Marshawn Lloyd. Uh, I, you know, I, I commend him for battling back from his injury that set him back, sticking it out through a coaching change and, and giving us great football this year. I wish his season would have ended differently in regards to, you know, he missed those last couple of games or whatever with a with a thigh bruise or whatever the injury was. But, you know, I, I, I'm not going to try to speculate on on why he left. Again, sources indicate NIL. People people indicate that maybe NIL had a lot to do with it. I don't know, guys. I, I don't know. It's it's just, I mean, the guy the guy was RB1. RB1 in the SEC. What more do you want? What more? It's it's To me, it's got to be a money issue. Has to be. Has to be. I mean, what else could it be? What else could it be? I mean, he's their starting running back. So, all we got is all we need, I guess. <laughs> Holy smokes. All we got is all we need. Anyways. All right. Start the phone lines. Call from Hunter. Hunter, what's up, man? What's up, man? Um, yeah, so I have a question. Um, with the whole when you said that the that Marshawn Lloyd wants to go to Maryland and stuff, um, you don't think we we're gonna lose uh, Nick Harbor because they're trying to strike at him for the whole NIL and everything like that, right? I would hope not. I would hope not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got me thinking on that now because I'm. It got got me kind of worried now because of the uh, you know Nick Harbor has the Maryland um, on his uh, offers list of offers, so that's what got me thinking because he was there I think last weekend. Uh, I'm not too sure, but he seems like he likes that place a lot. Yeah, I mean he's from up there, right? So um, I, I don't know, man. Obviously, we're recruiting Nick Harbor hard. From what I've heard, we got a really really good shot to land him. I've actually heard for a while he's been a silent yeah. commit to the Gamecocks. So. Um, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, hate to lose Lloyd, man. Hate to lose Lloyd. And Lloyd's from up there, too. So, uh, but, yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, unfortunate, to say the least. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Grayson Howard will be, uh, I guess, like, be practicing in the bowl with the teammates or something. He'll be practicing in the bowl or he'll be at bowl practice? Or at bowl practice. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, he'll be, yeah, 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 you're fine. You're fine. No, he yeah, – he, He's uh, yeah. I mean, he's gonna be there. He's gonna be there. So yeah, it's. I mean, that'll be cool to have him watch. Does that does that mean that he will be uh going? To, this might be a dumb question, but do you think he might be uh playing in the bowl? Or I don't know if that you know you can't do that. Or? No, no. His bro, his signing day is uh, his signing day is is the twenty first. I think like everybody else, and no, he won't play in the bowl game. No. Okay, okay. I mean, it would be pretty cool to see him play, but, you know. Yeah, no, he won't, but, play. Um, he won't play in the bowl game. Yeah. No, I appreciate it, man. I'm not going to talk to you. No, Hunter, hey. Other, no, other. I appreciate you, man. Thanks so much, Hunter. Let's, let's keep it rolling on the phone lines. Call from Joey. Joey, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Appreciate you asking. What's going on? Yeah, you know, I – like I say, I believe he's Shane Beamer. And if he thinks this guy is the best guy for the job, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to roll with it and, and just say he is the best guy to the job mm-hmm. until he's not. Yeah. 
Well, what other choice do you have, my guy? Right <laughs> I mean, the other the other yeah, option is yeah. we revolt and we hate our coach and we loathe football season. I mean, we got to be behind him. You did you hired him to make those decisions. So yeah, I mean, listen, I, this is this is my stance. When if and when it happens, I'm going to give my two cents. It's a suspect hire. It's a questionable hire, and that's being kind. And here's hoping it works. And I, I we're gonna roll with them either way. I'm gonna be at Willie B either way next season, but. You know, this is a suspect hire that we all pray works. That's just the reality of it. But, you know, it's still Beamer Ball to the moon, and God knows if Loggins' resume holds up, we might need a lot of Beamer Ball to win us some games next year. You're exactly right. I do have one question for you. What's what up? If, what if he already talked to other OCs and the Board of Trustees wouldn't come off with the money, you know, for the top-tier OCs? I mean, that's just a, a thought. I will be. I would be shocked to learn that our our board of trustees was was holding back and pinching pennies because they didn't want to pay somebody. I, I don't think that's the case. I, I don't think. I don't think. <clears throat> I don't think they would be to blame when they're also upset about Loggins potentially getting the job. I think this is just who Beamer wants. Bottom. Yeah. I, th- I think it's who he wants. That's it. Well, like I say, I've been a game caught fan my whole life, and at the end of the day, I hope it works out. But I'm like you; I think it's a little, it's a little suspect. Indeed, it's got me a little. Uh, I'm a little flustered just thinking about it. To be honest with you, man, it's it's baffling. It's baffling. But you know, again, you got to roll with it, man. You got to roll with it, and we'll see what happens. Hey, I'm a game caught fan for life, man. I appreciate the call. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Thanks so much. Great stuff. Yeah, again, guys, it's just wild. It never stops. There's never a dull moment. There's just never a dull moment. Um, Marshawn Lloyd has entered the portal. I, I don't think Lloyd entered the portal, by the way, has anything to do with this with this Loggins nonsense. I, I don't think it's had anything to do with it. I think that I, – I don't know. I don't know what Lloyd's looking for outside of money. I, I just don't know what he's looking for. I, I really don't. I, re, I really don't. I don't know what Lloyd's looking for. Outside of a check. All right, let's jump to the phone line. Call from Team again. <laughs> what up, man? Man, I had to call back in. Yeah, man. Of course, the Marshawn, the Marshawn news. But mm-hmm. could this be a Beamer thing? Could Beamer be shaping up his own roster? Of course, these guys were with Must Champ. Could he be? Could he want a bigger back, a six foot two twenty back to you know what I'm saying withstand the SEC and um you know like a three down type of back and Jaheen, Beamer could be okay with all these transfers and knowing that, you know what I'm saying, knowing he has a plan. I mean, I, I would certainly think so. I, I think Shane Beamer, without a doubt, has a plan for his football program. And, I mean, certainly I don't I don't think he wanted Marshawn Lloyd to transfer. Um, right. But nothing, nothing that happens in this football program, I would assume and imagine is by surprise to Shane Beamer. He, he knows. Right. He's, he's he's behind the wheel of it all. And, um, <clears throat> you know, again, it's it's on him to, to right the ship, if you will. He's the one steering us where we, we're trying to go. So, um, no, nah, I mean, I, I you know, I, again, I, I, I am purely speculating, my guy. I don't even want to go on some long rant or tangent because I, right. I, I'm, just, I'm just guessing same as you. You know what I mean? On the surface, obviously, you'd love Marshawn Lord to be back. But, again, at some point, like you mentioned, it's uh, if it comes down to NIL and it's about business deals and making business decisions and Maryland wants to give him 1.5 or give him this or give, Hey, 
let him walk. I mean, we'll, we'll get somebody else, man. Yeah. It, it's it, it is what it is. It's it's just it's the business. It's the business of it. If Maryland wants to take some of that Under Armour money and throw him a check, I mean, salute, best of luck, and we'll keep it moving, man. It's, I mean, that's all you can do. That's all you can do. I you know I yeah, I, man. I I just yeah. I mean, so Be- Beamer, we. Beamer is much more in the know than obviously the fan base is. And, and I know that frustrates the fans because right. the fans all want to know what's going on. And But I would assume this move by Lloyd is not something that has come up by surprise to Shane Beamer. Like I, he, He's in control of his football program. So, I mean, it sucks, but it's what it is. Hey, gotta, hey man. Oh, we got it, so it, we need. some good running backs in the portal. I'm not tripping. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, all we got is all we need, man. Let's keep it moving. All right, man, for sure. I appreciate you, brother. Thanks so much. Great call, guys. we got five minutes to go here on this Monday. I've been fired up today. I've been fired up today. A lot going on. A lot going on. Let's see. J-Rock, need to go find a stud running back in the portal. Somebody commented that they missed Dale. <laughs> uh, where's Dale at? Or is it Keith? I, I, I lose track of all the dudes. I don't know. Somebody said they missed Dale, though. Where, <laughs> where's Dale at? Where's Dale at? I mean, i tell you this, man. If we're struggling for NIL money, I don't know. Maybe we, I, I, you know, we'll start uh, selling some feet picks or something, dude. Start generating some cash flow or something. I don't know what's got to happen. I don't know what's got to happen. Something got to go on, but we got to generate some cash flow somehow. Generate some cash flow. I, I'll, I'll start. I mean, I think I got pretty decent feet. I'll start selling some feet picks. If it, for NIL, it'll be straight up the the TSUS only fans will straight up funnel into NIL. That's it. That's my contribution. That's my contribution to NIL. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Yeah, Madison says feels weird shopping for college football players, but I like it. It, it is it is a strange dynamic. It's different. It's different. Chase said Hope Dale as well. Yeah, I hope Dale as well too. We haven't heard from Dale in quite a while. Haven't heard from Dale in quite a while. Jesse Dunn says feet picks for the win. Relax, relax. <laughs> Why, why, I'm kind of questioning now, my guy, Connor Lee, I'm, I'm watching you. I'm talking about feet picks, and Connor Lee says, how's your lady? She's sick, so everybody send well wishes to to the leading lady. She's sick, so we're, we're all, she's going through it right now. Anyways, um, yeah, Marshawn Lloyd, the portal, Loggins, it's, it's it just this week is off to a wild start indeed. It's off to a wild start. Um, we got a text here. Let's see. Somebody says on the TSUS text line, don't think it's a money problem. Lloyd hasn't performed like a million dollar back, and maybe they threw money at him to have an RB1. Uh, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 it's guys, why else would he end up the poor? It's not a playing time issue. I don't think it's a – I mean, he seemed to love being a Gamecock. So, I I think it's money. I, I Straight up money. Welcome to NIL. Dollar, dollar, dollar bills. Make it rain. Make it rain. 
Make it rain. I dig music. You did not get blocked. I think I dig music said, I'll sell my body if it means wins. All right, let's relax. Let's 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 relax just just a touch. Let's relax just a little bit. Y'all getting a little out of pocket. Y'all getting a little out of pocket. So, anyways, yeah, big news, guys. Lloyd in the portal. Loggins. Hey, Pete Limbo's getting an extension, I think, though, tomorrow. That's that's part of the contracts. So yeah. Chase, I, listen, I, I don't think there's a connection between the OC and Lloyd leaving. I, I really don't. I really don't. I I think it's purely money. And, and that, I will say that's surprising if that is the case because Lloyd has seemed like a guy that that's not. John, who reported that? John says Loggins intends to accept the job just reported, so that's all but official if it wasn't already. Um, Where was that reported? Let's see. Oh, here we go. Yeah, here it is. This just in. Welcome to Sports Center. Brandon Marcello of College Football for 24 7 Sports reports. Arkansas tight ends coach Dowell Loggins intends to accept the offensive coordinator position at South Carolina. Source tells 24 7. There it goes. Dowell Loggins. Let Loggins cook. Let him cook. Tried to tell you. <clears throat> Tried to tell you. Tried to tell you. Okay, great note. In a, I'm out. <clears throat> see you later. Big gulps, huh? Well, see you later. That's how I feel right now. <clears throat> Chase, we're not doing an extra hour at TDC, my guy. I've got to go get more towels. I literally don't have time. I literally, hey, maybe we'll do, hey, I'll be packaging towels tonight. Y'all want to do a little BCC hangout? We can do it, my guy. We can do it. A little extra time. Uh, soon as two o'clock is, yes, it's just reported. Dowell Loggins is expected to accept the job as OC. Dowell Loggins, huh? Well, see you later. Yep. That's Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's, that's the mood today. <laughs> Bro, Gamecock fans, listen, last thing I'll say is this. Gamecock fans are the best people to be in relationships with, right? They're the best people to be in relationships with because it doesn't matter how many times you disappoint them. It don't matter how many times you let them down. It doesn't matter how many times you hurt them. doesn't matter. We have short-term memories and we'll always come back. We'll always come back for more. We are gluttons. Is that the word? Gluttony? We're gluttons. Whatever. We're addicted to the pain. We're addicted to the punishment. We're addicted to the heartbreak. Make great life partners, though. Anyways, we're out of here, guys. Appreciate you all tuning in. Uh, check out the podcast I dropped this morning. Stay tuned to all the content because I can already tell this is going to be a crazy day and a crazy week. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.